two. The weekly Friday double dip here on Keyboard Kimura. I am Spencer Tight, friendly neighborhood Spencer Man, back with the betting show. Where UFC Vegas 76 takes place Saturday, tomorrow, July 1, at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Before we get to this week's wagers, as we do every week, we look back at UFC Jacksonville. It took place last weekend at Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. We had eight doll eight. $8. God, I wish it was only $8. We had $800 worth of wagers go out and $634.57 worth of returns come back in for $165.43 in losses. Certainly not where I want to be. And, and I, I'm getting tired of saying that. I'm getting tired of every week starting this show by saying, ah, it's not where I want to be. That's not what I like. I made some larger wagers on untrustworthy fighters last week. I'm looking at you, Trevor Peak. I'm looking at you, Jalgas Jumagulov, who I believed wholeheartedly was better than his one in five record in the UFC. And I know that it was a close fight with Joshua Van, but still, those bets killed me. Those were bad plays. That's $250 that I dropped. If they're off the board or if they're lesser amounts, it is a much smarter, much more valuable play. The push on the Justin Taffa fight, where I had Taffa winning in round one, certainly is a missed opportunity. I don't say that in regards to, you know, first and foremost, Justin Taffa's health and the well-being and his sight and his vision is the most important thing from a selfish, I had a bet on the fight perspective. It's just one of those spots where I thought it was a good chance to make a little bit of a profit. We obviously didn't get the chance to see it. And then in the main event, couldn't really find an angle. Didn't have anything that I thought was a good angle for Ilya Tapuria. Clearly, the decision was the play to make. And then the other one is I could have banged home more on Brendan Allen. I really liked Brendan Allen going into that fight. Made a play based on my OCD in terms of whole numbers. And should have just doubled that, tripled that, quadrupled that. Because BA looked great and he dominated kind of the way I expected him to dominate against Bruno Silva. And I'm happy to see him get yet another victory and hopefully get an opportunity to face someone ahead of him in the rankings next time out. Before we get to this weekend's picks, this weekend's plays, I should say, always the reminder to please gamble responsibly. This is numbers on a spreadsheet for me. As I continue to tell you, I am not making any of these wagers in real life. I'm not out here putting out this kind of money on a week-to-week basis. This is meant to be additive for me, for my enjoyment of the fights, for you, potentially for your enjoyment of the fights, whether it's just watching along and following along with the wagers that I offer or making them of your own. Never want it to be something that causes people problems. I want this to be fun, manageable, something you can survive with, something you can deal with. Never put out more than you are able and willing to lose. It is a tough racket as we see week to week. I do okay with the picks. I like to think I have a good understanding of how these fights are going to play out, but finding these plays are always challenging. If you or anyone in your family, anyone you know, anyone you care about is struggling with problem gambling, please check out the show notes. There are links to help centers in Canada, the United United States, United Kingdom, and Ireland. They are available to you. I am available to you. Hit me up in my DMs on Twitter, on Instagram. I will help in whatever way I can. 
I want this stuff to be fun. I want it to be additive. I want it to be enjoyable, not a cause of stress, not a cause of problems, not a cause of strife in life. And with that said, we move to UFC Vegas 76, headlined by a middleweight clash between Sean Strickland and Abbas Megamedov. As I said on the Punch Drunk Predictions, my pick is Abbas Magomedov. And so in terms of plays, this is the one where we're laying out the most, but we're spreading it around, trying to diversify a little bit here. So $100 on Magomedov on the money line at plus 125, which would return $225. There's also $25 on Magomedov to finish at plus 200, which would return $75. And then just to be cheeky, just to have a little fun because I like the actual numbers because I like the props. We've got five bucks on Magomedov to finish in each individual round, which goes plus 800, plus 900, plus 1200, plus 1600, plus 2200 for returns of 45, 50, 65, 85, and $115. So all total, it's 150 bucks out on Abbas Magomedov. It's 225 bucks if he wins. Simply gets a victory, gets his hand raised at the end of the night, 225 back, $75 profit. I'll take it. 250 out, sorry, 150 out, $75 profit. Great. Love it. If he wins in round one, it's 345 bucks back, so $195 profit. Round two, 350 back. Round three, 365 back. Round four, 385 back. And round five, 415 back. It's a high investment. The highest investment here is on the basic result, right? 150, 150% return if he wins by decision. Love it. Great. Awesome. Those are the numbers that I'm looking for. Small investment on the finish prop. I like the three to one return, right? 25 out, 75 back. Let's go. This is great. And then a scatter across the rounds because the value to me is good. Five bucks to 45 for a first round finish. Five bucks to 115 for a fifth round finish with different amounts in between. I like Magomedov here. I think there are ways that he can finish. To me, this is a way to really invest across the board throughout this fight without really kind of betting against myself in any spots. Previously, earlier, when I started doing this, I would often look at decision and finish props and play them both. I got some good advice from, from some people whose opinions in this realm I appreciate and I value that said, look, man, if you like the finish, bet the finish. If you like the decision, bet the decision. If you just like the fighter, bet the fighter. So I like the finish. We'll play a little bit, a little $5, cheeky five bucks, as Ian O'Neill used to say, on all of the finish props. We'll see what happens. It could be 150 out the door. We could close out the night with 150 bucks in ripped up tickets. We all understand that. Sean Strickland is a good fighter, a capable fighter, certainly understand why he is the favorite here, but I think Magomedov gets the job done. We put some plays across the board and we see how we do. Co-main event, Demirish Magulov and Grant Dawson. My pick on the punch drunk predictions was Grant Dawson. So my plays reflect that here. 20 bucks on Dawson to finish at plus 275 for a return of 75 bucks and five bucks on Dawson by sub in round three at plus 1600 would return 85 bucks. So 25 out, 75 if he finishes, 160 if he subs him out in round three. 
it's not a major outlay. It's 25 bucks. It's 0.25 units if you are a unit player. But to me, it's good value. And it plays into the recent results, right? Grant Dawson is a finisher historically. His last two wins, both by submission, both in the third round, I may add. I think this works with how I see the fight playing out. As I said on the predictions, I think this turns into a wrestling match. Ishmagulov got taken down seven times by Armin Saryukin. I think Dawson puts him on the canvas, controls him on the canvas, and goes looking for submissions. Goes looking for that finish. And if he's going to get there, I think it's going to be in those later rounds when guys are tired, when guys are worn out. That's why he gets these finishes. He has good conditioning. We've seen him. He looked good on the scale today. And shout out to everybody for UFC Vegas 76. Everybody made weight in and done in 29 minutes. That is a record at the apex. That's a hell of a morning. I think he gets it done. I think this is how this fight plays out. I don't know if we get that third round prop. If we do, I'm going to reach out to Dan Stepp and the guys at the Action Network and be like, hey, can I get in on the prop squad at some point? Because we just hit this one. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't go this way, if it doesn't play out the way I see it, it's only 25 bucks. And listen, I want every $25 I can get. I would like more $25 coming in than going out, certainly. But I can live with 25 bucks going out if this one doesn't go the way that we think. Welterweight fight between Max Griffin and Michael Morales. I have $25 on Morales to finish at plus 150 for a return of $62.50. This is just playing historical data. This is playing what we've seen from Morales thus far, which is consecutive finishes in the UFC against good competition. Trevin Giles, Adam Fugit. Obviously, Max Griffin is a step up here for the 24-year-old from Ecuador who trains at Entrum Gym in Tijuana. I do think he is someone that has the abilities and, and we will see going forward. And this will be the start of that exploration. I think he's somebody that has just a sense and a nose and an ability to create finishing opportunities and then secure them. It's one thing to go out there and be able to hurt guys. It's another thing to go out there, hurt them and put them away. So far, Morales is two for two in that regard. I think he goes three for three in that regard on Saturday. So we have the 25 bucks in at plus 150. We get 62.50 as a return. That's good profit to me playing results that we've already seen thus far work out this way. Flyweight bout between Ariane Lipsky and Melissa Gatto. This is a no bet situation for me. I am staying away from this fight because I don't know if Lipsky's development and improvement last time out against JJ Aldrich is real or a mirage. I also am not a hundred percent certain on what Gatto brings to the table here. And I keep saying Gatto for some reason, what Gatto brings to the table, just in terms of she looked Good in her first couple of fights. Didn't look great against Tracy Cortez. I acknowledge that Tracy Cortez is a good fighter, a top 15 fighter, unbeaten in the UFC. Big fight coming up against Jasmine Jazdavisius that got announced yesterday. It's a cool fight. Good opportunity for Jazz. Really looking forward to that one. But it's just a stay away. I don't want to go chasing props. I don't want to go chasing Gatto as a, as a favorite and pay the juice to, to get a bet in on her. I don't like Lipsky enough to look at that underdog play. So we just keep our money in our pocket, save it for somewhere else. Just watch this one. The all-violence lightweight matchup between Ismail Bonfim and Benoit Saint-Denis. I have Saint-Denis as my pick. So I have Saint-Denis 
on a couple plays here. This is my first of a couple stack bets that I like to make. So 50 bucks on St. Denis on the money line at plus 250 returns 175 bucks and 50 bucks on St. Denis to finish at plus 550 returns 325 bucks. So all total hundred dollars out 175. If he wins, doesn't matter how gets his hand raised 175 back. We make a $75 profit. Love that number. If he wins by finish, if he wins by stoppage, it's a hundred out 500 in $400 profit. Let's go. Those are great numbers. I think this is one of those situations. And, and look, again, I might read this completely wrong. I might be overrating St. Denis, underrating Bonfim. We could get a situation where they just go out there and go ham and somebody gets clipped. Fine. I accept all of those risks, as should you. But St. Denis has finished each of his last two fights at lightweight. He's shown tremendous durability and toughness. I think this is a fight where opportunities to finish present themselves. I don't think this is a fight where these two guys are strategic and technical and don't look to engage. It's not in their nature. It is not who they are. I think St. Denis goes out hunting for a fist fight, for a battle. And if you want to give me plus 550 to finish on a guy that has finished each of his last two fights in the UFC, sign me up. 100 out, chance to make 500, chance to make a $400 profit if he wins by finish. Really excited about those wagers and cannot wait for that fight. It has been on the top of my list all week. Main card opener, Nel Sultan, Ruzibov versus Bruno Faheya. My pick is the upset in Ruzibov. And so again, going to play that one. Another stack here. Instead of the 50-50, it's the 25-25 because I'm a little less confident. I'm a little less sure. So 25 on the money line at plus 170 returns 67.50. And 25 to finish at plus 275 returns 9375. Excuse me. So all total, the two bets, 75 out, 6750 if he wins. Only 1750 as a profit. Not huge, but profit is profit. We'll take it. And then 16125 if he wins by stoppage for 111 and a quarter as a profit. That is a much more enjoyable number. That is a lovelier number. To me, as I said on the punch drunk predictions, the reason I'm siding with Ruzabov is the overall experience, significantly better grappler, and he's finished a majority of his fights. 34, 8, and 2 overall with two no contests, just 29 years old. So 46 fights in 29 years of life. That's a lot of experience. And, and even if it isn't against tremendous competition, it means you've seen so many different things. You've been through various different situations that to me, Fahea hasn't been through. He's 10 and 0 with 10 stoppages. Only one of them went outside of the first round. This is a guy that is going out there and Hulk smashing everybody. But Ruzibov is a finisher as well. Eight straight wins. They're all by stoppage. His last 10 victories, all by stoppage. There is not a single decision listed on his topology page. There's lots of wins with no method listed, but there's no win dash decision. And so to me, this one ends inside the distance. If you want to find that prop and play that prop, certainly not a bad place to go hunting for some, for some returns, but I want to take the underdog here and I want to take him to finish. I like the idea of 50 bucks out and 161 and a quarter back. We'll see if it comes through.
It's the Keyboard Kamara betting show for UFC Vegas 76. We move to the prelims. Kevin Lee versus Renat Fakradinov in the welterweight division. I am picking Renat Fakradinov, and I'm putting 50 bucks on Fakradinov to win by decision at plus 170 for a return of 135 bucks. I think this fight goes the distance if Fakradinov wins. I think Kevin Lee has a better chance of finishing than Fakradinov does, but I just don't have faith in Kevin Lee to win this fight. I think he gets out-wrestled. I think he gets controlled on the canvas. He gets frustrated. He makes some poor decisions, some poor choices in there, and Fakradinov capitalizes. There are times in fights, in matchups, where the better athlete, the more dynamic fighter, doesn't always win. Harry and I used to talk all the time. We used to talk on the preview show about in close fights, siding with the better athlete. And nine times out of 10, I am there. But this is one of those rare instances, one of the the 10% where I'm not. Because I've seen enough of Kevin Lee making bad decisions and believing too highly in his skills to what he's actually delivered. He's been in there with a lot of great names, a lot of big names, but he's lost most of those fights. And so after a few years away from the UFC, after four years without a win that to me feels meaningful and valuable and instructive, and that's the knockout of Gregor Gillespie, which not calling it a fluke, but it's a head kick knockout early in a fight. It's then been even longer since he's got a real decisive, we got you, this is a good total performance. Give me Fakradinov at plus money as the favorite, but plus money to win by decision, which I think is the method of victory. Weston, sorry, Joe Anderson Brito versus Weston Wilson in the featherweight division. This is an absolute no bets situation. Joe Anderson Brito is a astronomical favorite, rightfully so. There is no reason to chase anything here. If you want, this is one of those ones where I would not be surprised. And I don't know if they put them up during fight night events. I think they tend to keep them to pay-per-views. But this is one of those situations where if there were going to be a some better just wagered X amount on DraftKings, it feels like it would be this fight, right? Somebody wagers $20,000 to make $250 profit. Those aren't the actual numbers, but that's what it feels like. Joe Anderson Brito is a colossal favorite. I think he wins this fight handily. I think he wins it in round one. So if you want to chase any of those props, more power to you. I don't like the returns. I don't feel that the juice is worth the squeeze. So we stay away and we just watch him roll through Weston Wilson. Yana Santos, Carol Hosa, also a no bets situation for me. This is a coin flip fight. It is a fight that I have no real great sense of because neither of these women have produced much that impresses me over the last couple of fights. I think Hosa wins, but I want no part of putting money on this. This is the epitome of just chasing things for me. This is where previous iterations of this show, previous lifetimes ago, as a better, I would be chasing something here because I felt the need to have action on everything. No more. Staying away. Just let it happen. Watch the fight. We're good with that. Guram Kutataladze and Elvis Brenner, same deal. This is a more competitive fight to me than Britu versus Wilson. And while Kutataladze isn't as big of a favorite, he's still a considerable favorite. Minus 700. I can't, I can't find anything that I like in there. I can't find anything that feels like value to me in that kind of fight. 
with those kinds of odds, with that kind of disparity, because all the props are juiced to the heavy favorite. And so again, it's another one of those situations where you're putting out a bunch in order to make anything of substance. And it just doesn't feel worthwhile to me. So we will watch the Georgian Viking against the Brazilian coming off the split decision win over Zubera Tukagov in February and just see how it shakes out. Ivana Petrovic versus Luana Karolina. I am picking Petrovic. I am playing the advice of my guy, Sean Denny from Severe MMA. Follow him on Twitter at Denny Rants. 50 bucks on Petrovic to finish at plus 190, returns $145. She finished her last couple fights. Luana Carolina, we've seen her be finished in various forms in the UFC, spinning back elbow for Molly McCann, knee bar from Arian Lipsky, who fights earlier in the card. And I just think Petrovic has the opportunity to come out here, get a finish. We're chasing a little bit. 50 is probably more than I should be putting in here, but 50 into 145 is a nice little return. We'll take it. And if it comes through, we'll probably send a little Denny's way. It's imaginary money, Sean. So you're not getting any actual money. Sorry, buddy. Main card opener. Sorry. Fight night opener. Alexander Romanov versus Blagoy Ivanov. I like Ivanov as a dog. And so we're going $100 on Ivanov by decision at plus 275, returns 375 bucks. Like those returns, like a $275 profit potentially to open the card. This is one of those situations where I did have a stack. This was a bet originally as I laid it out on my sheets as I do. In the 50 to win, 50 by decision, the win, the the money line is, is only plus 110 or I believe it was maybe plus 105 when I was making out my sheets. And to me, that's just not worth it because you get into a situation where the 100 bucks out, if he wins, if Ivanov goes out and happens to get a stoppage, then you're making 105 and it's a $5 profit. And to me, that's too risky. Betting 100 bucks to make five bucks is a little bit risky to me. And so rather than split it up, I think decision is the way this fight goes. We haven't seen Blagoy Ivanov finish anybody in the UFC. He's not a guy historically that finishes people, especially post-injury, post-layoff, post-almost dying from being stabbed in the chest. He's a guy that's going to grind you out. He's a guy that's going to wear on you and beat you up and make it grimy and use every last second of his 15 minutes. Can he potentially get Romanov out of there? Absolutely. We've seen Romanov defeated last time out even just by Alexander Volkov. Put him on the canvas, put him out. Great performance by Volkov, but Ivanov isn't that guy. He's not a dynamic fighter. He is a grinder. And so it's $100 on the Bulgarian to win by decision. 100 potentially turns into 375. 275 profit right out of the gate would be a lovely way to start the day. Before we get to the weekly punch drunk prediction parlays, one other little parlay to play here. I like four underdogs on this card, so we've put them together in a little underdog parlay. They are Abbas Magomedov, Benoit Saint-Denis, Narsultan Ruzaboov, and Blagoy Ivanov. 20 bucks, combined odds of plus 4,365, returns $873.03. It's 20 bucks. That's my logic here. It's 20 bucks. Again, I don't want to lose 20 bucks. I'm not really a fan of throwing $20 away, but this feels like a very reasonable investment on the four underdogs that I like on this card. 
20 bucks turning into 873 and three pennies. We'll take it. We'll certainly take it. As we do every week before we close out the show, we do the punch drunk prediction parlays. They are main card, prelims, and full card. Just in case the picks go six for six on the main card, six for six on the prelims, or 12 for 12 overall, put little wagers on them because it would be really, truly irresponsible of me as somebody here doing a betting show to not put just a little something together here, just in case, in case the picks all come through, in case we have analyzed this perfectly and things play out the way that we see them playing out. So for the main card, Abbas Magomedov, Grant Dawson, Michael Morales, Melissa Gatto, Benoit Saint-Denis, Nursultan Ruzibov, 10 bucks, combined odds of plus 8,109. So $10 returns $820.72. That's a lovely return. That's a lovely return. We'll take it. Any day of the week, we will take it. Prelims, Renat Fakhradinov, Carol Hosa, Joe Anderson Britu, Guram Kutatzeladze, Ivana Petrovich, Blagoy Ivanov. 10 bucks, combined odds of just plus 791. So it returns $89.10. This is the super favorite impact. So these are all favorites. There's no upsets here except for Ivanov, who is only at plus 110. Everybody else's chalk and Britu and Kutatzeladze are massive chalk. So that's why that number is driven all the way down to plus. 791. Still, look, it's plus 10 into 80, 10 into almost 90. We'll take it. Not complaining. I will tell you that I looked at just what does it take to get Britu and Kutataladze into a parlay where we can make some money? And it takes a lot. So we stayed all the way away from it. We'll see if we run the slate on the prelims, turn 10 into 89, get to the main card, looking at maybe cashing out a full card parlay. And that full card parlay is Magomedov, Dawson, Morales, Gatto, St. Denis, Ruzibov, Fakradinov, Hosa, Britu, Kutatzeladze, Petrovich, and Ivanov. 10 bucks, combined odds, plus 74,044 for a return of $7,313.10. And as I say, each and every week, if we go perfect, if we run the table, not only will I be insufferable on Sunday talking about it because it will lead the next day takeaways. I will be insufferable here next week on the betting show. Chances are, however, that that's not going to happen. It's been a while since I've gone perfect on a card. I hope it happens every time. I hope you cash all of the tickets you lay out. I hope I cash all of the tickets I lay out. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the fights. I hope you know that you're loved, you're cared for, you're appreciated, you're valued. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you do have issues with problem gambling, again, please check out the show notes. Links to help resources in Canada, the US, the UK, and Ireland. Until next week, I am East Spencer Kite. This has been the Keyboard Kimura Betting Show. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fights. <laughs>